Welcome to another episode of Second Nature Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Brown. In today's episode, we will be reviewing and bringing the main concepts from a book, The Four Agreements, written by Don Miguel Ruiz. The bulk of this episode will be his ideas and concepts. I have added an intro, what the book means to me, and the final word. Hope you enjoy. The Four Agreements How many times a day do we dream of somewhere else? Packing up, putting our life on hold, disappearing to a far-off country, swimming in its oceans, laying on its beaches, or climbing its mountains. If only I could escape the life that I have created or fell into because of societal pressures to be successful early, make bank, hustle hard, grind, buy the house, get the dog, get married, all in order to fill out the Instagram quota of life event posts that has become our generational must. I was once in a coffee shop, sitting next to two individuals who looked to be in their mid-twenties. They were talking so loud I couldn't help but listen. It was a rather interesting conversation, but the wildest comment I heard was, I just want a ring. I don't even care who gives it to me. Implying the need and necessity for the material item, not the meaning or purpose behind it. All I could think was, that poor bastard. When we run into someone we haven't talked to or seen in a while, we throw out, what are you doing these days? Well, I'm working here or there. It's going well, even if it isn't. This is the question that gets asked. And we either listen or verbalize what we do for work as what our life has become. I don't mean to sound preachy, because I am guilty of this too. And yeah, we don't need to get deep with everyone we run into, but it has always been something that I have struggled to understand. I have avoided run-ins when the opportunity is there. Taken a quick turn down the cereal aisle, not because I didn't want to talk to them, but because I didn't want to meet that question again. The most likely reason for this was because for a long time, I was in no place to answer it. For a long time, my answer to what are you doing these days should have been, well, I'm drinking way too much, depressed, riddled with anxiety, have no idea what I want to do with my life, meandering from one thing to the other. People try to help, but for the most part, it's their version of what I should do. So I continue to try and make them happy. So to get to the point, and sum it all up, I'm completely lost. There is no guidance in my life as I have no standards that I live by. I was dealing with this for years before finally realizing I can't do it anymore. Something had to change. This change was dealing with enemy number one, my addictions. I brought my life to a full stop. I had to. I didn't know what my life was going to be I didn't know if it was going to last. It could have all ended tomorrow, or I could be 50 years old, still making that hard left down the cereal aisle, walking around with the same issues, 
This was one of the decisions that brought me to a treatment center, hoping to lose this baggage that I was lugging around constantly. When I got there, I was so lost. I was looking for anything to grab hold of and guide me in the right direction. I would have been the perfect victim for any guru or cult leader. Luckily, there wasn't anyone there claiming to be the prophet. What I did find was a book called The Four Agreements. It was the first book I read while there and the first book I had read in a long time. It is described as a practical guide to personal freedom with wisdom taken from the Toltecs. The Toltecs are seen as women and men of knowledge. Anthropologists have spoken of the Toltecs as a nation or a race, but in fact, the Toltecs were scientists and artists who formed a society to explore and conserve the spiritual knowledge and practices of the ancient ones. Don Miguel Ruiz, and I'm going to butcher this, a Nagul master from the Eagle Knight lineage and author of The Four Agreements, explains that it is not a religion, it is a unity of truth. While it does embrace spirit, it is most accurately described as a way of life, distinguished by the ready accessibility of happiness and love. I know what you're thinking. Sounds culty. But bear with me. In the beginning of the book, Miguel Ruiz outlines how life is a dream. We do it 24 hours a day. He states, what you are seeing and hearing right now is nothing but a dream. You are dreaming right now in this moment. You are dreaming with the brain awake. The problem he outlines is that our dreams have been domesticated. We've been controlled and taught to dream in one direction, that life should be led one way and certain things need to be followed. We can compare this in two ways to what I said earlier. The first being the need we feel to hit certain achievements in our lives by a certain time in order to tell others that we are capable and succeeding. And if we don't, we believe ourselves to be failing. The second way of viewing it is, if we have lived this life to a T, hit these achievements, why do we find ourselves dreaming of somewhere else, escaping to this other destination? Life is a dream is how Ruiz describes the world, how he suggests we free ourselves from the domestication of that dream is by following the four agreements. The first agreement is be impeccable with your word, speak with integrity, say only what you mean, avoid using the word to speak against yourself or to gossip about others. Use the power of your word in the direction of truth and love. This is the most important one. It sounds very simple, but it is very, very powerful. He gives numerous reasons as to why your word is important. Your words give you the ability to create. They also have consequences that can be both positive and negative. Your words can either build yourself and others up or they can tear them down. We seek to trust in others' words, one reason why we need to be honest with our own. This can easily be taken advantage of these days with the availability and access to information, whether it be true or false. 
Number two, don't take anything personally. Nothing others do is because of you. What others say or do is a projection of their own reality, their own dream. When you are immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't be a victim of needless suffering. He furthers taking things personally with the idea of personal importance or everything is about me, to which he states is the maximum expression of selfishness. Nothing other people do is because of you. It is because of themselves. All people live in their own dream, in their own mind. They are in a completely different world from the one that we live in. So when someone gives their opinion or insults you directly, it is what they have come to know in their own world. Their programming comes from what they learn during their domestication. If we are insulted by what they say, whether it be a personal attack or an opinion, it becomes a poison that makes us feel like we have to defend ourselves or the world that we have created. When we do this, we create conflict over nothing. This also happens within our own mind. Those voices that we hear trying to tell ourselves we can't do something or you made a mistake. You can choose whether or not to take what they say personally. By taking things personally, you set yourself up to suffer for nothing. Suffering is something we all do and some of us are addicted to it. We ask for our own, aid in others, and look to justify it along the way. Number three, don't make assumptions. Find the courage to ask questions and express what you really want. Communicate with others as clearly as you can to avoid misunderstandings, sadness, and drama. With just this one agreement, you can completely transform your life. The problem with making assumptions is that we believe they are the truth. When we make assumptions, we are asking for problems. This is where making assumptions and taking things personally meet and create drama for nothing. Your partner comes home and you are upset, but they don't know why, because you didn't tell them. You are upset because you made an assumption that they should know why because they know you so well. We make the assumptions that everyone sees life the way we do. We assume that others think the way we think, feel the way we feel, judge the way we judge, and abuse the way we abuse, making this the biggest assumption that humans make. Creating fear of being ourselves around others because we believe they will see and judge us the way that we judge ourselves. These self-assumptions create our inner conflict. Number four, always do your best. Your best is going to change from moment to moment. It will be different when you are healthy as opposed to sick. Understand any circumstance, simply do your best and you will avoid self-judgment, self-abuse, and regret. This agreement allows the other three to become deeply ingrained habits. If you try too hard, you may use more energy than is needed, and in the end it will not be enough. 
it may take longer to accomplish your goal. On the contrary, if you do less than your best, you subject yourself to frustration, self-judgment, guilt, and regrets. If we let the thought of reward guide us, we start to resist our work and not do our best. Doing your best is taking the action because you love it, not because you are expecting reward. Finding a purpose in whatever you give your time to, whether it be your work, your family, or your community. That is what creates happiness and allows you to do your best. If you enjoy the action, the reward may be greater than you could have ever imagined. Frankly, it feels as if we're going the opposite way in this world. Be careful with your words, take things personally, make assumptions, and if we are doing so, making it impossible to do our best. The domestication of life, especially right now, seems like it's getting harder and harder to reach. If you feel like something needs to change, start with yourself. Control what you can control. Maybe the four agreements will help you. Maybe it won't. And if that's the case, at least you open your mind to something new. And that's how we learn.